Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk and my premium content is back. Where have I been? What have I been doing? What am I up to? Well, I've still been doing my podcast, but I've actually still been focusing in focusing in I've been still been focusing on my on my my public podcast, the Gentleman's Talk. Um and why? Um I'm going to be brutally honest. I've I've really, really found this. I just lost complete motivation for doing this. And I really, really don't know why. Um, Honestly, I don't know. I suppose it's that dopamine. The the thing that I, the the only thing, literally, I've been been thinking about this last couple of days. Um, And the reason being is because, obviously, this is my premium content. This is what I'm, you know, people are, are, are paying for. So I've got that little bit in the back of my mind. Um, but at the same time, I'm also, I don't want to, I've always been one of these ones where I don't want to give out a crap product. Um, I don't want to, it's like when I do my artwork and I do my, anything I do in my life, I want to do it to the best of my ability. And I suppose the way I look at it is I've probably lost a bit of motivation because there's no dopamine dopamine with this. I know for a fact the gentleman's talk has been, I've been doing that for well over a year. So I feel embedded in what's, what I'm talking about. Uh, and and very relatable in 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 terms of uh, my life, and um, I suppose it's kind of that crossover because some of it will cross over into the premium content, but at the same time it has to because I'm I'm giving you my perspective um, on life and my perspective on how I'm dealing with mental health, um, you know PTSD, uh, ADHD, you know how I'm dealing with things like anxiety that crops up as as manifests uh, as as part of one of those processes, so. For me, it's really interesting because ADHD, PTSD. Excuse me, let's take a, a quick sip of a sip of juice, or rather water, because I'm fasting and being disciplined, which is unusual. But um, yeah, for me, it's kind of the dopamine side of things, and I suppose that um, you know, it's it once you lose that motivation. Um, it just disappears. It just completely goes. And unfortunately, like I said, the thing with PTSD, ADHD, or any mental health condition, they all they they integrate well. And and I mean that in a negative sense. Not it sounds positive. Oh, they integrate. We fucking win a win a chicken dinner. No, it's not. They integrate in a negative sense because. Once you develop into, so for me, uh, for instance, ADHD has manifested for years, obviously, because I can now look back and, you know, look at my life as a, as a child, I can look at my life growing up, and I can see that if I'd have understood there, maybe I'd been taking the medication, maybe I'd been supported mentally, I mean, we are talking the 80s and 90s, so you know, medicine wasn't as advanced, and, and I suppose also there isn't the infrastructure, there wasn't the infrastructure there as what there is now for mental health, and I'd still say we're at a really, really poor standard, um, but we're only just learning about this, so it's really difficult, but what I can do is I can I can use my diagnosis to understand why I might have made those decisions, why I might have taken that path, or why have I deal, why did I deal with that in that certain situation? And there's a lot of things I've done as a fucking child that would absolutely explain dopamine hunting. It would explain why I was going batshit fucking crazy, why I was doing stupid things, why I was always pushing the boundaries. Is is all of it's relatable now? Again, I can't change the past, but what I can do is help the future by understanding the past in the present. 
Do you see what I mean? So for me, that's like a really important notion is, is tying all those things in by understanding my past in the present I will make myself have a better future because I will be better informed. It's like any decision. If you if you go into if you know the president's not going to sit there or the prime minister, whatever country you're listening to, um, is not going to sit there and make an informed d- decision about his life unless he has all of the facts. Hold on, I'll just crank this music down just a, just a tad. Thank you. Sorry about that. Um, He's not going to make an informed decision about whatever's going on in the world or his country without knowing all the facts. So it's like as we learn, as we develop, as we understand our mind um, and we understand anything we're diagnosed with, the more informed you become. So you, the more and the, this is the whole purpose of this journey and my the gentleman's talk, both of these processes for me. The whole purpose is to educate myself and educate other people to be aware that ADHD, PTSD, depression, anxiety, stress, they, you know, autism, um, Asperger's, all of these mental health conditions, and, there's, and there's, there's loads of them, they all come in connected in some other ways. You know, if you speak to doctors now, mostly everybody has a, uh, is on the autism spectrum at some degree. We have a, we all have inherent habits. There's just obviously now they call it the spectrum because it's so, it's so wild, you know, in the sense that it's, there's, there's, you know, you've got autism at all different levels and different spectrums. So, but with all of those comes a world of everything. So, you know, for instance, if you're dealing with depression yourself, that, you know, that can, that could have started as, as stress and it could have manifested into depression. And then it, it manifests into other things. And the same with a, with ADHD. For me, I didn't understand ADHD. I just made I just made those decisions in my life on the basis of the knowledge I had at the time. And I just thought I was a regular, normal Joe. But, you know, I was just a regular guy just doing whatever. And then you're just having a bit of a good time. And then you think to yourself, okay, well, the police are at the fucking door. Or, oh, fucking hell, what's happened here? What am I doing in this situation? How have I got into this situation? And, and you genuinely think you make these decisions. And I've made a fucking number of them throughout my life. And, you know, I've paid significant, significantly in terms of i've lost promotions i've lost i've lost opportunities through my decisions i've lost friendships i've lost relationships i've lost you know there's not one person in my life that won't have experienced understanding or won't have if you're in my life and you've been in my life for a long time you will have at some point experienced my personality in the sense I would have pushed you away, I would have been angry, I would have made a, a, a really, I would have made the wrong decision. And I've got, like I say, I, I've got a very good friend of mine, 29 fucking years I've been with, a very good friend of mine. Um, I talk about him in the, in the gentleman's talk. And for me, he's been there a lot of occasions. I've pushed him away. I've, I've you know, we've, we've argued. He's been there through all, nearly all of my poor decisions. And he's just stood there and gone, there's nothing I can do because you're so persistent you're going to do this anyway i might as well just let you do it and then i'll support you when it fucking all falls right falls down that's kind of the attitude he's had to take now would he would he have taken those same you know reactions if he'd have understood that there was a medication issue or a mental issue that was underlying i don't think he would have done if he'd have been educated in that sense and understood my my personality to its fullest I think he would have made maybe some different decisions. Maybe said, James, you're doing this because of this. 
Okay, so just be wary. You're going to put yourself in a situation. And maybe that would have been an informed decision that I would have taken then. And I, I would have taken ownership of. And nine times out of ten, I probably still would have done it because I was young, dumb, and full of... Yeah, so, you know, for for me, it's kind of... I probably still would have done it, but then again, I, I would have been provided with a bit more information. And maybe as well, I wouldn't have been put in that situation because I would have been on medication that wouldn't have put me in that predicament in the first place. So there's a lot of what-ifs. So no, I can't change the past. I, I, I genuinely can't. There's nothing I can do. I can only apologise to the people I've probably hurt. I can only apologise to the people that I've pushed away. And and I do it as, as I do it often. I always push people away. I have this really, really fucking bad habit of pushing people away and I've lost a lot of friends I mean I, like I said I had thousands of friends on fucking Facebook and I was very social and then when I literally went off the fucking radar with depression and um, PTSD coupled with my my um, indecisive and quick reaction fucking nature with my ADHD I would make impulsive decisions to the point where I go, right, okay, today I'm in a really fucking shit place. I'm fucking horrendous. I feel like I feel like I just don't want to fucking be part of this this world anymore. And then coupled with that, you've got the ADHD side of my brain going, okay, James, what you fucking need here, mate, is a fucking and it talks like this. It's what it does. You've got the you've got the saddie on on my left. He's fucking Mr. PTSD. He sat there going, James, the world hates you. Oh God, you try so hard. No one fucking likes you. Oh God, what are you gonna do about this? Oh God, you're gonna put this in this situation. And oh, and then you've got the other side, the the ADHD going, fuck him, mate. Fuck him, bud. We're gonna fucking go. We're going hard. You fucking you delete everyone off of fucking Facebook. You get rid of them. You fucking wipe everybody out. You 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 block everybody. You fucking ban everybody. You fucking remove your history and you start again. And you fucking do it. <laughs> and I do that. And that's what I've done for, for fucking years. I've just literally culled it down. to. You look at my Facebook page and the people people around me, and, and there's, there's a, a fucking plethora of them, have, have been around me, have all been deleted. And some, some, and I mean, you know, we're talking very often, we're talking six or seven times I've wiped my fucking Facebook list and then gone, oh God, I really do need these people. I, do, I didn't really mean that at the time. And then I, I'll, I'll fucking reinteract and I'll add them as a friend. And I remember, my my mate's brother uh so kieran's brother shane actually is he's, he's, you know he's uh my best mate's brother but I've, i'm actually a good friends with his brother as well even he said james what the fuck are you doing mate i was like what he goes what well, you just keep adding me to fucking facebook i'm like well i don't really know and i just made it there was no excuse at the time because i wasn't being open and honest i wasn't talking about my mental health i, I wasn't understanding my mental health i just went I don't know, mate. And do you know what it was? It would be something like I, he liked a fucking post but didn't like mine or I just, you know, I don't know, messaged him and he didn't respond fucking straight away. I don't know. It would have been something really fucking trivial. But I would have blown it out the fucking water. And I've done this. And, and then you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I think, I well, I did it last time, about a year ago. I went, fuck everyone. I can't be asked. And you, you realise you do need social media because you get, you do like to see other people's stuff to a degree. I mean, as a, it's managing it, I think, and, and I didn't. I went catastrophic. And, if, you know, for me, it's kind of... 
I don't know. It, it, I, I go like that, and then I get to the point where everyone's like, I'm fucking threaders with that guy, mate. <laughs> fucking, I, I'm not doing this anymore, mate. Fucking jog on. And it and it will, it, and it's a continuous cycle, and I think that that's the problem, is I get the sadness, and then I get the, the impulsive fucking ADHD brain going, fucking just remove everybody, fuck everyone, you don't need anyone, you're a fucking lone wolf. You fucking do this, you crack on, mate. You make the, you do the good shit. And that's what happens. And for me that's the trigger that's the and, and and as i get older like i said i'm you know i'm in my 40s now so you know i'm, I'm i've struggled for years and really the only reason i'm i'm taking control is because i have struggled for years and i have lost friendships i have lost relationships and i've made everything in my path a challenge because i didn't talk about this i didn't talk openly i was you know a, a manly man if you like you know didn't fucking blocked it all down down the gym fuck that fuck everything you know you know just just a stupid mentality um and for me I've lived that and I got to the point where I was like, this is really exhausting, mate. You just, you're surrounded by people that really don't give a fuck about you. You're surrounded by people that are really happy that you are around because you, you're, you, you buy, I mean, you speak to anyone that's been out with me. I'm fucking, I'm thrivelous with money when I go out. I want everyone to be happy because the PTSD has made me, you know, made me a, a bit of a recluse and, and I don't want anyone to ever feel suicidal. So I, I, I go over and above and then obviously the again the ADHD brain kicks in which I now understand what it does and it just starts fucking splashing credit cards out and the thing is I ha I was surrounded by people for years and I mean fucking years that would I would pick them I mean I had I had I had friends that I thought were friends in the RAF and and I remember that you know they'd go out on the piss and you know they 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 would wouldn't invite me but then the next morning they'd be like I'm stuck in Basingstoke because they've obviously been fucking shagging and they'd be like James can you come and pick us up mate <clears throat> and at the time I I took it as you know I it, it was I, I had a pretty free spirit so I just in the sense that I just go up to my boss and say I'm just gonna go and pick up fucking matey boy from fucking Basie and I'd get out and someone cover me you know because you help a fucking comrade out but when you look back at that that's a really toxic fucking friendship isn't it that you don't don't get invited out for the fun but you get invited out for the pickup and that's the reality of growing up and that's the the maturity aspect for me is why I, I have such a small friendship group now is because the people around me would never do that I'd like to think they wouldn't because if they would now I'm mature enough to go fucking do one and that's what I do I just if you if you act like that then I just now that I've had so much time to reflect as I've been you know being suicidal three times and actually attempting it three times um the reality of that is and and you know i i i come from a, a you know a, a cared for background you know i don't have any uh, there was nothing negative in my fucking childhood a bit of, a lot of bullying actually but you know at the end of the day that was the 80s and 90s again not much you can fucking do you don't have mobile phones to catch people out you just got a fucking kick in and got on with it um you know so yeah the trauma i suppose from the from the bullying aspect but for me nothing was bad nothing would be like you know we all experience at some point i think you know it's horrendously it's it's human nature uh, we try to fucking do that so you know um assert our dominance but yeah for, for me it's it's kind of as i go through that's kind of status that kind of label of what i was then as i as i'm as i'm understanding myself in my 40s now i kind of look and go 
You shouldn't expect that. You shouldn't live with that. That's not acceptable behavior. That's not a friend. That's a, literally someone who's taken advantage of you for their own gratification. You know, that that isn't true friendship. That, and that's why I say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think these friendship circles expand fucking far, great and wide. Unfortunately, they don't. They, they really don't. Um, you know... <laughs> It's, it's quite the opposite, you know, and a lot of people get sad when money runs out and stuff like that. And, you know, and I certainly felt that when I when I was, you know, in the cusp or the depths of my depression that was driven by my PTSD. And and obviously with the undiagnosed ADHD, all these fucking acronyms flying around everywhere. But you get the picture when I was going through that, I was fucking zapping cash literally didn't give two fucks i'd spend you know two three hundred pound going out on the piss and everyone would be fucking drinking we'd have a bottle of champagne i didn't have that fucking money i lived off a credit card i was going down wakeboarding fucking buying all the expensive gear looking the fucking part driving around in an audi a6 that cost me fucking 16 grand you know and i was driving around in all this fucking shit nobody knows how much that fucking car was everyone was like what'd you get for i was like oh i got a bargain mate eight grand fucking hell you know, and, and that's because I was living a fucking stupid lifestyle. I was living a, a champagne lifestyle on fucking, you know, fucking whatever it is, vino money. Do you know what I mean? Um, what do they call it? Fucking Lambrini money. That's what we say, Lambrini. We all know a Lambrini. I was trying to think of a Lambrini, Lambrisco or whatever it is. But, you, you know, you live in that lifestyle. And I did. I portrayed that for years. And I mean years. I mean, you, you know, like I said, I was smashing cash everywhere. I was always doing fucking high flyer stuff. But I was always spending it on shit that no one gave a fuck about. And nobody fucking cared. They were just there and going, fucking hell, I'll come along and we'll have a good time. Yeah, come along, James. He'll fucking do that. And I was splashing cash everywhere, doing stupid shit, throwing my life away. Over what? Whereas now you surround yourself by people that don't want money. They just want the memories, the good times. But it takes maturity and it also takes accountability. I talk about this all the time, accountability for yourself. To understand if everyone's, if, if you have the right people around you or are they there to, 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 take, to take advantage of you. That's the friendship group or your family. That could extend to loved ones, family, anybody in those circles that should be your, your trusted bubble I would say, you know, the, everyone that forms, anyone that forms my family, my, my, my partner, um, you know, and my friends, that's my little, that's my little bubble in, or isn't a gentleman talk. I, I refer to it as my wolf pack because it is, it's, it's the people that I will look after and care. And I, the reason I choose wolf pack is because it's, it's such a relevant in terms, they're very territorial. They look after each other. They are a family unit and that's, that's why I describe the people I, I I collate in my in my group as as a wolf pack because how that's that's my brain that's how I think about it you know you you interpret it however you want to but um, for me the the people in my pack I've got to be reliant upon I've got to know that they're going to be there yes there'll be people in my wolf pack that will be you know the outsiders if you like and, and, and I don't mean outsiders they'll they'll be the um, you know I don't even know how to describe this. Um, without sounding offensive but I don't mean it offensively but I mean there'll be people in your family in your in your wolf pack that won't be there all the time they'll be off doing other bits and you know they'll probably not be settled in the pack um, however they're still trust trustworthy trustworthy adversaries that's the word that's a fucking mouthful isn't it that's what she said. Woo! Um, fucking love it. Um, sorry, <laughs> digressed. Um, but yeah, that's my that's and you get these people that come in, but they're still trusted. 
you trust them enough, but they're not there all the time. But if even in my family, like I said, if if I don't um, if I don't get on with someone in my family just because they're my family, it doesn't mean I have to get on with them. People will clash, but I, you you've got to make. I'm on my path. I'm on my journey. I want the people around me to either be with me, supporting me, or or you know, it's a chapter in that, or it's a next milestone. And I go, okay, thanks very much for your time. I appreciate it. But I've got the right people around me, so I know that when people are in my life at the time, the right people are in my life. They want to see me succeed. They're ready to push me. I'm ready to push them, and we're ready to push each other. There's a lot of pushing going on, but we're pushing each other up the hill. That's what I try to interpret it as. So for me, you know, and, and that's kind of, um, you know, I suppose the reasoning behind that, absolutely looking after yourself. And, and that's why I find it difficult. That's, that's absolutely why. And, and I refer back, like I said, for me, the, the, I love this. I love this whole talking thing. I really do. Because I'm trying to understand myself as much as I am trying to understand life. And I'm still trying to be a father. I'm still trying to learn to be a father, which is, is something I'll never fucking fully learn, I don't think. But I don't take that as a negative. I do what I can with the information I have and just... I try to make them fucking have a laugh, you know, I'm not a fucking amazing, but, you know, I try to be a, a husband, I try to be, a, you know, a son, brother, a, a best mate, a friend, whatever, I try to be all these people as well as trying to do the my own things, and, um, you know, I rely on, there's a very good friend of mine, he listened to, this, uh, listened to my podcast, and, you know, he kept me on the straight and narrow, he's been giving me subtle hints to the fact that the, uh, to the tune of, um, it's been 28 days, that's not acceptable, um, and, yeah, I apologise, and unfortunately, that's the kind of, the details behind, well, that's the reality, it doesn't even matter if there's a monetary involvement in it, if, if I'm not motivated, I find it really difficult. And that's not me having a dig, by the way. I think it's really good that he's keeping me motivated because that's how I look at it. It's an absolute beauty positive. He's like, dude, that's not fucking acceptable. And I know what he means from me. He's like, keep it going because I do. I can lose I can lose that motivation. And, and that's the downside to ADHD. You lose that motivation. You lose that whole dopamine rush. And it's really hard to get that back. It's really fucking hard. But because I'm I'm so invested in my routine, and this is where I'm learning, so I'm adapting. I'm still learning about mental health. I'm still learning about my own mind. Christ, I don't think I'll ever fully understand my mind. But I am I am learning it. I, I'm trying to adapt and overcome. I'm trying to put in right the right coping mechanisms. I'm trying to surround myself by the right people. I'm trying to make the right choices in work um, to 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 elevate me as well as uh, you know keep me um, invested. And I'm trying to be you know a good father, son, husband, brother. You know, I'm trying I'm trying my best at life, and that's that's all you can really ask for. I think is to try and to try and, you know, do the best you can in life. Give to something back to society, um, which is which is a fantastic thing to do. And, and obviously, make sure you have a good time. And I know that's really difficult, but this is sort of underpins, really, why I'm trying to talk about ADHD. And sort of breaks me into a little bit, actually, what I want to talk about today, which is something that I think is really important. And it's actually my, my friend, actually, that... Uh, that um, brought this to my attention it's one of the first thing he said and he pointed in the direction of a book to learn and he actually went and learned about it which was absolutely fantastic great friendship um to understand to go and learn about my condition to understand and try and interpret it with me is a really really valuable friendship thing to do um it's like it's really weird because so it, it, and this is this is factual on the basis of the knowledge that i have but there's two people in my life that um that have done that and they and, and you'll hear me mention them a lot and that is um 
my best friend Kieran and my wife. So everything I've done, everything that's gone through over the last 14 years, um, she has researched absolutely everything. And I mean genuinely, she comes up to me and says, I, I researched depression. I researched, I researched um, suicide for men and what to look out for. <clears throat> she said, I researched everything. What medication you were on, what the side effects were. Hold on two seconds, I'll take a sip of drink. She absolutely researched everything to understand me. Now, that is incredible. That is incredible. Like, you, you, you can't pay for that. Because the amount of people that I speak to and spoke to and have spoken to over the years that you say this, and they still don't understand this, uh, and, and they don't take the time to learn about it, that's the catastrophic bit. That's the bit. That's the, the link, the chink, the armor plate that has got a hole in it. That is the bit. Because if you don't want to learn about the, your friendship group, you're not, or your loved one, or your uh, partner, husband, brother, sister, mother, father, whatever, if you don't want to learn and understand them and their condition and just want to bury it and go, it's okay, I'm just going to fucking ignore it, or okay mate yeah you're just along with it and i've heard all these things oh yeah everyone's got fucking adhd these days okay is that because maybe we're learning more about it and everybody's starting to dis or not everybody but the people that that have got it are displaying these signs and symptoms that are becoming do you see what i mean it's, med it's medicine it's, it's what happens it evolves so of course you're going to find more people that have got it and the highest rate of people that have got it are the people in their 33s to their i think it's 33 to 48 are the, are, the, are the age group that are getting diagnosed. Now, what was that age group, people? It's the fucking 80s and the 90s. Do you know what I mean? It's the 80s and 90s where this wasn't fucking known. And everybody else above that is in their fucking 60s, 50s and 60s. Don't give a fuck. That's who they are. So when you meet them, unless this guy, you know, this old cantankerous fuck or this fucking, or this crazy old guy that's jumping on his motorbikes or doing adrenaline sports... Maybe he's got ADHD and he's just lived with it because nobody would have picked that up in the fucking 20s, 30s, 40s or 50s, would they? And that's the reality of the this is you can say it. And, and I get this all the time, all the time. Because I have fucking, oh, yeah. And I remember saying that I was a, a one uh, woman. I say this. I've said this before. I had a woman that when I told her I had permanent PTSD, she was like, I don't believe you. She was like, oh, and this is just a random. This is just a, a this was a 24 year old Um she worked in our she worked in my old place and i was talking about ptsd and um she she mentioned we were talking about ptsd and she said um yeah i don't believe in ptsd i was like okay well, what do you mean she goes well people say they have it like permanent i just it, it, you don't have it permanent it's curable it's, it's you just need to fucking you just need to learn and get, get on with it and i was like oh okay well i've been diagnosed with permanent ptsd by two um separate individual psychiatrists from different areas of the country and by the nhs doctors uh, and she was like yeah no nah, no nah. and, and this sort of look on her face and i was like so you get it all the time you're going to get this all the time but to have somebody to learn about that is the is the hole that's filling the hole there that's filling the gap because we're educating ourselves to look out for the signs and you can get to the point where you know you can learn the signs early 
so that you can develop coping mechanisms so it becomes society. It becomes the norm. We all just, we live with it. We understand it because, oh, yeah, that's because of that. I mean, obviously, there's no excuse for obnoxiousness and you still need to have your morals and, and all the other jazz that goes with these conditions. You can't just go around being an absolute fucking knobhead and get away with it. Oh, I've got ADHD, mate. Well, you didn't need to shit in my boot, mate. <laughs> you know, it's the sort of thing I'd do. Uh, I, I was dopamine hunting when I, <laughs> I was fucking shitting in boots to see which one gave me the biggest dopamine hunt. <laughs> and it is. It's interesting, but I don't know. It, it's, it's We live, we learn. And it brings me, like I said, it was bringing me into that, um, my friend. And that was it. And, and my friend as well. He, he, when I told him I had it, he was like, straight away, James, I've been listening to this book, mate you need to listen to this book it's fucking great and it's about the hunter gatherer and it's very re it's very um reminiscent of, of of the condition and although it's not a proven fact um there's a lot of medical studies out there you can read them all and obviously there's negatives for everything there's always a there's always a plus and a, a minus with any condition uh, there's always people saying it's fucking kibosh it's shit and you've got other people you know it's irrelevant it's the easiest way to describe that is how many fucking people don't believe covid and how many people believe covid do you see what i'm saying there's always going to be you know we we think the fucking earth's flat and we're spinning disc yeah everything around us is fucking circles uh, you know i don't know um batshit crazy um it, it, there's a batshit craziness everywhere anyway so you know I, I i go with the symptoms i go with the fact that i'm understanding myself i go with the fact that i'm learning about what the hell i can do and how to manage it um so he um learned about the hunter gatherer and and what the premise is there is the the hunter is your adhd people that's why we're a minority that's why not everybody has adhd it's, it's actually a small minority of people that have the condition and that's because they're the hunters and and, and when you actually look at a, a lot of the um a lot of the leaders they all display um traits of asperger's autism um you know uh, adhd um ocd they've all got these conditions because they they're tenacious they just carry on doing it they they they're innovative they're creative that's why you're elon musks and all that you know all these big leaders it's because they suffer from the uh, mental health condition and, and attention deficit hyperactivity disorder adhd is um is a classic but a lot of people don't understand about it and then you've got the gatherers so they they've always been interpreted as the hunters the people that go out they they they're risk takers they go to kill the the prey and they go to risk their lives and they go to the, the adrenaline drives them and this is why it's so relatable because if you've got ADHD you'll understand there's there's this element of 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 craziness i mean the fucking times i've looked down on my motorbike and i've been fucking like wow if you die or if you hit something at this speed, there's nothing left of you, mate. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking click of a fingers and you're gone. That's it forever. Bosh. You know, wiped out. But that's the craziness of, of ADHD is you'll do stupid shit and you don't, there's no fear. You're just like, fucking, I'll do it. I'll do it. Crack on. And that's because you're dopamine hunting. And that's where the, the hunter aspect comes in because you need to be on edge. You need to be like, if you, I can pick out the smallest of faults in almost fucking anything apart from obviously you know you're gonna get people going oh, what about the fucking sphere that's like perfectly round to the yeah that's fine i'm not talking about i'm talking about every day people that things that people just fucking walk by on a daily basis but is the norm to see and 
it was quite crazy because to to understand a little bit or give you a, probably a little bit of an understanding for this was when I was walking. I went on to uh, went to holiday with my uh, best mate in Spain, and we were walking along this road. It was the end of the fucking day, and it was like a nice little time, and we were just enjoying the the Spanish um, the Spanish air in the evening. It was a little bit cooler, and um, yeah, we were walking down the road, and I said, "Look at that fucking spider," and he was like, "What?" I said, look at that spider, it's batshit crazy. And it was up in the tree, like completely out of vision. You couldn't have seen it. He just got a flash of this yellowy colour and it, on, on a yellow sunset background. But I caught it. I was like, look at that, mate. And that was just the... And, and people say, oh, it's just fucking luck. All right, there is an element of luck, probably. But it's not. It's, it's the fact, it's the acute awareness that falls with ADHD. You are very aware. Your spatial awareness... My spatial awareness is fantastic. And I do. I it's 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 incredible how much you take on board sounds, and that's why you're very very sensitive to noise, because you're used to a, that acute sensitivity. You've got a you've got to be tuned in. And sometimes this might sound batshit fucking crazy for people. It might it did it did when I listened to it, but it's very reminiscent of. I mean, obviously you're talking in modern life. We don't have to hunt anymore, and that's the problem. This is the reason why hunters ADHD are a problem for society because we're not getting the fix we used to get so we don't have to go out and fucking fight for food anymore you know you, you can in certain obviously some some areas but you don't have to do that so we we understand then that what do we do with all this energy and this this pent-up frustration well that's where we we trigger into um you know poor relationships poor friendships poor decisions you know fucking losing jobs left right and fucking center losing relationships left right and center making fucking really bad decisions it's all driven i mean that's not an excuse for absolutely fucking everybody there is obviously fucking muppets out there that do stupid shit because you know they fucking they just want to do stupid fucking shit and and lack of morals and all that can't i'm talking about general things in society and and for me, that's where the acuteness comes in. That's where ADHD um, it is so frustrating in the modern world. It's because you don't get that fix. So you do go out on your motorbike and fucking go, I'm going to fucking rip it and grip it, you know, just go for it. You know, drop a gear, disappear, you know, that sort of jazz. And that's the whole beauty of um, <laughs> of ADHD. It, it, it's simple, simple, but but so complex at the same time that you'll make these stupid decisions. And you'll do these stupid things and you'll do this adrenaline junkie and you'll push people to their boundaries because you're like, you're, you know, where most people boundaries lie is where you, most people with ADHD will start. And I, and I say that I was chatting to my friend at the weekend. We were off. Uh, we went off to um, Brewdog, the the uh, the pub in, in Basie. And we were sat there just having a, a bit of a mandate, if you like, just having a good catch up and something to eat. We had a burger and a pint. And we were talking about this, and we were talking about this quite in depth. And we were sort of, he was saying, you know, we were talking about how he'd love to have ten percent of my, my, my ambition, my get up and go. He's like, fucking, you do podcasts, you know, that you you got the gentleman's talk, you got this this uh, podcast, you've got your artwork pages, you've got your family to run, you've got your main fucking business, which is you know working for a high fucking functioning um, organization you know, at senior level, so, you know, for me, it's like, you've got all this going on, you're fucking DIY in your garden, you're fucking absolutely renovating your house, at the same time, ups upgrading it and making it fucking unique, you know, all of this fucking stuff's going on, and raising a f raising three fucking kids, trying to be the husband, trying to look looking after three fucking dogs, trying to be the son, to look after your parents, looking after your family, and it's it's a wild fucking craziness, I don't, I get about five hours sleep if I'm fucking lucky, 
So, you know, these are the things that we've got to absolutely understand, that there's a lot of crazy batshit stuff going on in an ADHD mind. Um, but, yeah, that's the... That's the when you go through life, it, it, it becomes frustrating. You don't know what to do with all of that energy. So you do stupid things and you do bounce from relationship to relationship. You do um, bounce from friendship to friendship because there's friends I've had where I've pulled them in and they've given me a fucking dopamine rush and I've gone, whoa, yeah, this guy's fucking amazing or this, this person's amazing and I get a real good fucking dopamine fucking crush out of them and then we'll have loads of fucking fun and then literally I go, it'll be like, that person will say I'm not coming out or, or, you know, and that sounds fucking childish, doesn't it? <laughs> it makes me, you can tell I was from the 80s. Um, they'd be like, nah, dude, I'm not coming out, mate. <laughs> so if I say it like a little bit like that, maybe it sounds a little bit more interesting. I don't know. <laughs> but you'd be like, no, nah, I'm not going to come out, James. I'd be like, oh, mate, okay. Um, I don't want to talk to you again because I've now lost my dopamine. And, 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 and this is the honest, people need to understand. This is why I, I, I challenge people to, to go and learn about these things because... The more I learn about it and understand about it, and, and I talk about rejection sensitivity disorder, and I talk about how, um, you know, that that is just emphasized in, you know, with the PTSD. So I get, it's, it's, it's crazy how the mind thinks. And it, and it only takes, say, my PTSD was cure, uh, caused by fucking three car crashes. Irrelevant. Just something I couldn't con control. And it's just led to exacerbating my other conditions, which has led me into, you know, suicidal attempts three times because my brain just fucking just wants out it's just like fucking get out and the adhd goes yeah fucking get out and when you don't understand yourself that's the batshit crazy stuff that's going on in your head because you don't understand you're making these poor decisions and you are bouncing from friendships and you're going i'm not getting the dopamine off of you anymore why okay then fuck you and then you just i, I have this ability this dark ability to just fucking draw the shutter down and I'm, that's me. I've fucking sold up shop. I'm off different country, mate. And I can just literally cut people out of my life. It's quite scary. And I don't have an ounce of remorse about it. I go, no, you're not. You're clearly not fucking fit for me. Or vice versa. And, and I'm very honest about myself. It is, I, I am like Marmite. And that does come in, 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 in with, my, with my personality. Is I am like Marmite. You'll either love me or hate me. And that's the true reality. There's no real. There's, I can honestly say there's no middle ground. It, you you either love me or hate me and if if you do love me there's still even a potential that you can learn to hate me <laughs> that, and but there's nothing there's no animosity i i'm like i understand that about myself i understand that's who i am however if you love me i will give you unconditional love back and i will do anything in my power to make your life as fucking spectacular as i can make it within boundaries of what i i can achieve that's the friendship i will look after you i will put in what you put in so if you put in 100 percent, you're getting 100 percent of jimbo and that's a fucking scary place to be but i that you know that and i mean in a good way it's a positive way and i do i i i i, I do i shower my friends with gifts i shower people with love I, affection I'm, I'm i'm i fucking love it i love it i really do but if you fucking scorn me bosh that's it. Don't drop drop the door down. I'm not fucking interested, mate. Um, so you know, it's it. There's a lot of complexities with um, ADHD that we we really do glaze over, and we don't understand. And a lot of people just think that guy's that oh, that guy's just a bit of a dick. Yeah, but he's really really fucking nice. And you'll get people if you ever hear of somebody that goes, oh, he's an absolute dick, and then you'll get a completely the opposite opinion from someone else going, you're talking about fucking him. Mate, he literally is a legend. He'll do anything for me. And then the other person will be like, mate, he's a fucking bellend. And then the other person will probably turn around and go, 
what did you do? How did you start off? How did you meet? Oh, well, well no, yeah, he's some fucking guy or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, we met, we met over this problem. And I know, oh, right, okay, so you were the negative indicator there. So, yeah, you're not going to get a fucking friendship with him. And, that, and that's the reality of it. That is the reality. You can either be the best friend of somebody with these conditions. And it's, it's very similar to, like, most of them. When you look at um, autism and Asperger's and... Um, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, ADHD, there's loads of these um, these conditions. But when you look at those people that have those conditions, all of them, they're very, 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 it's very limited the amount of people they will let into their life. It's very limited. You, you won't let everybody in. You've got to build up a massive amount of trust. So if you're in someone with a mental health condition's life, then you really need to respect that and you really need to, you know, take that for its grace because that's a an open opportunity for you to have somebody that's invaluable to your life i do it all the time you can have somebody that you can genuinely look up to or genuinely look aside to know that that person is going to be there no matter what then that, that's an invaluable thing to have and it's a very 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 rare thing but you look at anybody like elon musk like he won't have a massive amount of friends he's very very he sleeps in his office why because he doesn't want fucking society. He's not interested in it. And that's why people with ADHD have this ability to look at personalities and go, I, I just won't like you, mate. You're a fucking knob. And in the real, I suppose, in the real world, we know when we were hunter-gatherers, that person probably would have been fucking killed off. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're fucking done, mate. But you can't do that nowadays because of society. And then, like you said, you've got the other element, and this is what I was talking about with my friend, it, it, is the gatherer state. And then he's a gatherer. And he, like you said, he was said, you know, James, I'd love to have 10% of your ambition and your drive and everything you do is fucking batshit crazy. You're constantly go you're on the go. And I'd be like, mate, I, I want 1% of what you've got, which is chilled out, relaxed attitude. I could fucking scream in your face and you'd be like, sorry, dude. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it, it, it's he, He's a complete, that's why, that's why we get on friends. And this is why, again... I've I've been very blessed to have him and my and my wife in my in my life because they're invested in me, and that's they they people that have learned about my conditions and understood my conditions and 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 don't let it be excused but understand why I do react the way I react or why I do things. It's 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 it, the reality of it is it's a mental health condition. I can't. There's nothing that can do about it. I take antidepressants. I've been on antidepressants for six years. And all it does is fucking give me a limp dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I genuinely don't know what the fuck it does. Um, it, 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 it's, it's batshit crazy. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't know. It, it's one of those things. It, it's just fucking crazy. It just it baffles me. But you just got to learn. You've got to overcome. You've got to understand your body. You've got to understand your mind. You've got to understand the people around you. Learn about the people around you. Especially if they've been diagnosed with it or they've, you know, they're talking about it. Learn about them. Help them. And this is why I'm here. This is the whole reason I'm here. It's because I want to educate you. you. Maybe you've got symptoms and you're like, shit, I need to go and get checked out. Go and get checked out. Get the results you need. Maybe you do need a bit more support then. Maybe it's nothing. I'm not saying it is. But maybe it will lead in from nothing to you think or to a doctor thinks nothing. But in actual fact, it will put your mind at rest. It maybe it'll ease your mind that you haven't got the condition you thought you have. And in actual fact, it could be you're just an absolute fucking knobhead. <laughs> and you think, oh, shit, I literally blamed that on fucking ADHD for like five years. Proper got away with that, mate. 
Um, it's a no from me. I haven't got it. I'm literally a bellend. <laughs> so, you know, there, there is. There's a, there's a twist and everything, isn't there? But like I said, hunter-gatherer, we don't do it. It's a difficult place to be nowadays. But we need those people in life. We need these different people. You just need to under we need to understand ourselves. We need to understand other people. And and if you're if you're blessed to have somebody, and I'm saying this as as a plea, I suppose, if you're blessed to have someone around you like that, then and to understand them is is it just helps. It really does because I don't know what's happening half the time. There's time, like I said, there's times where I make decisions and I do stupid shit, and um, you know you don't know. It it, it just. <laughs> it's a hard it's a difficult journey to be on to wake up every day and not know how that day is going to go um is, is a very difficult place it, you know it's like um for instance i'll give you a quick story actually and on, on how difficult it is to, to to get over things and how to to manage things so currently i'm in this uh, i'm in another job um and it's just it's, it's like a, i work at this um golf place and um i i've just do a weekend work it keeps me active because i'm behind the desk all the time there's a long story short of it it keeps me active it was a really fun place to go and anyway i i, I had a brief induction with my mate who'd only been there a week because he got a job before me kieran and uh, and i got a job he got me a job there or put me in touch with him and and i jumped on board and my induction was you know here it is you got to do this uh go out i went out once in the fucking in the ball collector for the thing for picking up the balls and uh, and that was it pretty much uh, wash it down stick it in that there was no real induction there was no nothing and then I, when i questioned uh one of the bosses i i said you know um you know what do you want would you expect from me what's your you know what's your thing that you want and she was like oh you know yeah we need you to do this this and this and you know if you fancy going and doing um you know a bit of strimming and a bit of lawn mowing we need to cut down the edges and and all this was going i was like can we use any machinery yeah yeah machinery's good to go you know just jump on have a go um everything's all serviceable um there's even a tractor over there you know we can grab the tractor and we can you know i don't know i don't really get involved in that but you know yeah just help yourself and this is what i expect so yesterday I went in. Uh, sorry, yes. So yesterday I went in and um, did did exactly that. I'm, I'm an ambitious person and also I'm very proactive. I don't like sitting around doing shit. Shut up, fucking shop, bosh. Did a bit of streaming, make the place look good. Literally, that was my whole goal. No maliciousness at all. Anyway, got an absolute fucking. I'm 42. I got an absolute fucking bollocking, bollocking slap on the fucking wrist for doing it should have done this this and this and this and and and, and do you know what i took i took that as a negative because i was like fucking hell i'm actually trying to do good here for your business and and although i take it on i take it on board there was a lot of parameters broken but you know that we i could have argued this fucking point back and forth all day long nine times out of ten in fact no i'm, I'm pretty confident this 100 percent. i would have won the conversation but i wouldn't have ended up, i wouldn't have been working there i'd have, I'd have been fucking sacked they've gone dude mate yeah you everything you said's fucking spot on um however uh you fucking get out because i could have fucking ruined them as a business just by but i'm not gonna you know and, and, and i didn't want and i that's not where i wanted to go but it, I took it very, very personally. I was like, "Fucking hell, mate! I'm literally trying to help you, and you've made me. You've, you've, you've now. You were getting paid for for good labour. Now you just want me to sit around and do nothing. And it's yeah, it's easy money. Don't get me wrong, easy fucking money. Don't get it. <laughs> I love it. Um, but at the same time, it's not. You, you, you want to try and better life. I wanted to get the activity. I wanted to support them as much as I can. So, 
I don't know. Lessons learned, isn't it? It's lesson learned. But but that's the be- that's the beauty and the negativity of ADHD. The ADHD got me proactive. The the ADHD got me fucking wanting to go and succeed. And I was getting the dopamine because I was using machinery and I was like, Rah! fucking strimmers, lawnmowers, fucking. I had everything out. I didn't give a fuck because I. Do you know why? Because I got fucking proper dopamine off it. I I had the fucking um, the air blower. You know the the fucking the leaf blower. Fucking blowing grass didn't even need to do that. But I was like, I'm fucking getting. I was all in gym. And, and my mate turned up and I was like, fucking yeah, mate, you need to get this out. This is amazing. You should have seen me. I was to the point where I broke down in one of the little fucking sit on lawnmowers. And that's what started it. The sit on lawnmower was fucked. But she was like, you shouldn't be on the fucking equipment. And I was like, oh, God, I didn't mean to. There was no malice in it. It was completely and utterly a good afternoon. I had a fucking smashing day at work. And I can see that how it looked from a from a video point of view with no sound. They saw us pushing us pushing the fucking we were pushing the broken uh, lawnmower thing, to sit on lawnmower, weighing a ton, trying to pick it up. She must have looked in the camera and gone, "What the fuck are these idiots doing?" And it's me and Kieran. I dragged him in. I dra- I, was, I was so apologetic to him actually because I was like, "Mate, I proper brought you along for that fucking dopamine ride there, buddy. I'm I'm hugely apologetic." And he was like, nah, mate, we were trying to do good. I was like, no, mate, I proper brought you down here, buddy. We've we've fucking done some shit we shouldn't have done. I was streaming. She she must have been watching me talking to the guy because she probably would have watched the video because she was fucking livid. She was fucking angry. And I didn't even get the full barrage. My friend did because she phoned him first. She wouldn't speak to me first. And I probably think because I would have fucking argued back and probably been in the right. Um, no, I would have been. So she spoke to Kieran, and Kieran said, then texted me or rung me, and I was like, "Well, you ringing me at quarter to ten for? You don't ring me after nine o'clock unless someone's fucking ill or dead, mate. That's the that's the that's the rule that I've set years ago. Don't ring me after nine o'clock unless I'm out with you, or uh, and you're trying to find me, or fucking you know, it, it someone's died or fucking dying or someone's really fucking catastrophically ill. So anyway, he rang me. He's like, "No, dude, no. It's, it's it, you could be dead." <laughs> and then he explained it, and I was like. She's proper gone fucking negas cheggers on that one, mate, and she? What the fuck? I was like, we were fucking doing good. She was like, yeah, I didn't see it. She didn't see it like that, mate. She saw it. And then she went into details, and obviously we were having a bit of banter on the fucking WhatsApp group. She just didn't like it. And I was like, and then I and I reflected back. So I did, I, take, I took the negativity, and I let her rant this morning, and I said, yeah, fucking, you know, let me know. I'm sorry. I'm, and I, do you know what? I chose not to argue. I thought, this, is, this isn't an argument I want. And I'm not going to win. I've only fucking been there tw- fucking two weeks. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to fucking piss people. I've already made one of the fucking guys cry because he, I made him feel redundant because I stayed 15 minutes late. And he fucking started. I was like, I'm onto a fucking bad start here, mate. This ain't the fucking... I even text one of the other ladies who recruited me and said, if I'm upsetting people, uh, I am like Marmite. So, you know, fucking maybe I'm not the fucking guy for you. Um, but anyway, and then I reflected back a little bit. And it's quite funny to think about it now because I was like... Looking back, she must have, because she said I. She said to me this morning, I went back and watched all the videos, and I was like, oh, fuck, she would have seen me doing, right, you know, practic fucking wheelies on this fucking, uh, on this, um, on this sit-down lawnmower, because it kicked into gear, it wasn't, I wasn't intentionally doing it, and then it broke down, and it was spuffing fucking, like, smoke out the front, and, um, yeah, fucking walked in, and then obviously, because me and Kieran needed to get it in, because I was finishing my shift and handed it over to him, I was like, mate, we got to get this in the fucking ISO, so we were there, like, literally heaving it. She must have been like, what are these fucking bellends doing? <laughs> we're, just, we're just yanking, like, 10 grand's worth of fucking kit in the back. And we were like, yeah, leave that in. And we even said in the ISO, we'll leave that in there, but 
No one fucking touched that. Cameras are Zenith, bud. <laughs> We're fucking done for. <laughs> anyway, so that's the that's the beauty. ADHD brain. Fucking batshit crazy. Anyway, I'm gonna leave you there to uh to 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 digest that in thank you for listening to the dulcet tones of myself uh, i really appreciate your time and uh, if there's anything specific you want me to talk about please let me know and obviously don't forget to check out the gentleman's talk as well um which is you know my other my podcast that i've been doing for well over a year now talking about mental health um and well-being um in, in men we don't talk about things and i talk about uh, a lot of my struggles uh, with depression and PTSD in that one and then obviously this one this is a journey this is the fun aspect because I'm maturing <laughs> slightly I'm not I'm, I don't think I'll ever fucking mature fully um, but I, I, but I'm not mad about that because I always want to be I'd love to be a fucking child forever I'd love to be Peter Pan do you know what I mean um, so yeah thank you for listening take care look after yourself and uh, I will speak to you all soon earlier than 28 days for, for, for old Nelster there so take care and look after yourself bye everybody <laughs>